Hello everyone, welcome back to the Players Podcast, brought to you by the Players Help Center. I'm your host, Bob Vishan, and I'm no expert. Thankfully, our guest today, product leader Laurel Boer, is one. With winter quickly approaching, riders need to be prepared for the upcoming snowmobile season. That's why we're talking with Laurel to help us make informed purchasing decisions when it comes to buying new riding gear for this snow season. Listen on as Laurel helps us take the guesswork out of what riding gear to get this year. All right, so joining us is Laurel Boer um, from Polaris, and she's going to help give us the how-to on how to dress. Laurel, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, you're welcome. So before we jump into our conversation, um, I just want to open it up for you to introduce yourself to the audience. Let them know how long you've been there and what keeps you busy around Polaris. Yes, yeah, so I have been with Polaris for just over six months now uh, as the product leader for apparel. So I really own all of the Polaris apparel, everything from jackets to helmets to sweatshirts to hats to keychains. So everything um, that you can get really on our apparel website. Oh, very cool. Sounds like you're the perfect expert to talk about our snow gear today then. And just jumping in right to it. Um, it can be kind of a complicated topic, with, especially if you're a new rider of where do I even begin to think about how I should dress for the snow season? As you know, conditions can be quite volatile in winter, especially depending on where you are in, in the world. So what are some basics that I should know going into my search? Yeah, well, I mean, like you said, it really is all about the conditions that you're riding in and making sure that you're dressing for the right conditions. So knowing what kind of riding you're going to do and what the weather is going to be like is really key here. Um, you know, if you're riding on the trail, you might need a little more insulation. You're not going to be as active maybe as if you're, you know, out throwing a sled around in the mountains there. Um, we, on our website, you can find a guide um, under feature collections, collections that, pulls it all together so you can look at trail gear, you can look at crossover gear, and you can look at mountain gear. And that's a great way to get started and seeing, you know, what you might need depending on what kind of riding you're planning to do. Perfect. Yeah, thanks for breaking that down. So knowing what you are going to be riding is going to be paramount in, in that decision-making process, correct? Yes, for sure. Okay, so getting into it, let's say I've selected that I'm a trail rider here in the Midwest. Um, one thing we hear regarding cold weather dressing is layering. Describe to me what that means. Should I just be packing on as much clothing as I can possible to look like a big snowman on my snowmobile? Or what does that really mean? Yeah, so you really wanna be smart about your layering, especially starting with what's closest to you, starting with a base layer, something that's gonna help you regulate your body temperature by wicking away moisture and also kind of keeping you warm. That's gonna be really, it's the closest to your skin. So kind of the most important thing that you can put on to really start that layering at a good place. So making sure that you're choosing something that can help wick away moisture. Um, you know, if you're trail riding somewhere, you know, way up in Canada or up in Northern Minnesota and it's really cold, we have heated base layers too. It's another great option. If you know that the elements are gonna be really brutal or, you know, maybe you just <laughs> run cold. Right. So that base layer is, you know, it's the base of what all your layering is going to be. So after the base layer, is there anything else that we want to go with? Or can I just throw on my heaviest jacket I have at that point? Um, or is there something in between? 
Yeah, beyond that, you know, we offer a ton of great mid layers that can help you kind of keep body heat in. You're wicking away the moisture with the base layer. And, you know, those base layers have a lot of stretch to allow movement, but you want to keep the heat in still. So mid layers, sweatshirts, um, we offer specific, you know, full zip and quarter zip options too that are a little bit heavier than maybe just your typical fleece sweatshirt. Those can really help keep the body heat in close to you under whatever jacket you select. And then, you know, the great thing with those is you get too warm, you can take off that inner layer or, you know, you're stopping, get dinner on the trail, you can take the jacket off and you're not just wearing a base layer sure. underneath. All right. So then lastly, it would be our quote outer layer. Now, what should be considerations for that? Are there any specific snowmobile specific jackets that I should be looking at? Or can I just go with my, you know, off the store shelf bought winter coat? Yeah, for any kind of, you know, snowmobile riding in general, you're going to want something with waterproof mm -hmm. <laughs> um, abilities. It's, you know, even if you're just riding along the trail with a group of friends, you're going to get damp, there's going to be snow flying. So you really want to have that waterproofing. But, you know, again, breathability is really important too. So with the Polaris jackets, um, all of our jackets come with our Tech 54 technology, which the Tech 54 itself is actually a layer. It's a breathable membrane and it keeps water from getting in, but it continues to let that moisture out. So you're not, you know, getting cold because you're damp beneath the jacket. And it also has a DWR coating, which is a coating on the outside of the jacket that helps keep some of that water out as well. Perfect. And there is also a nice explanation on the website for these different coatings, um, as there are different ratings and those numbers can be kind of confusing. Yeah. And, you know, for the trail riding, you don't need as high of a number as you would say for the mountain riding. You know, like I said, you're still going to get snow on you, but it's probably not <laughs> flying around as aggressively and you're not throwing up as much snow as, say, if you're out in the mountains. So kind of to go back to our first question here of the day of my riding style is definitely going to dictate how I dress. Can we kind of go through some examples for each discipline of what I might be wearing as just a good baseline to start, you know, whether I'm that mountain rider, that crossover rider, or just the casual trail rider? Yeah. So um, for that trail rider, we have a couple different jackets and both men's and women's, we offer a North Star jacket, which is a great piece for the trail rider. It has a the higher level of insulation to keep you warm, but it has a lower waterproof breathability level, still waterproof, but it has a lot of the insulation to keep you warm on the trail. So the North Star jacket's a great option for that. And it comes in both men's and women's. Okay. And we also have North Star bibs, same thing, um, same levels of waterproof and insulation level for those trail rides is a great option for that. If you're out in the mountains doing really heavy uh, mountain riding out there, you're going to want something with minimal insulation. You're going to be working really hard and being very active doing that. So something like our Apex jacket is a great option for that. It has no real insulation in it, but it's highly waterproof and high breathability. So as you're working hard out there, you know, it's letting that moisture out, but keeping you dry from the elements. And are there any considerations do we have 
with kind of that crossover rider if i'm doing a little bit of both or say i'm trail riding in the morning and then hitting the mountains in the afternoon when the sun comes out or is layering going to be my key piece to know there yeah both are an option um, with what we offer here in polaris um i always kind of like layering is going to be the biggest key in all of these and with the crossover rider that layering becomes especially important because you do you know you are going to remove some layers maybe you know take off the mid layer you're wearing and just wear the base layer but we do also have our switchback jacket which is great because it has a removable insulated liner so you can go easily you know you start out in the morning and maybe it's 10 degrees above zero and you need that extra layer but by the time you get to the afternoon and it's a nice sunny day out you can take that extra layer it unzips from the inside and really just keep that waterproof shell on the outside with your layering so it's a great option that has a lot of versatility for a piece of outerwear yeah that sounds great um especially in, with our like you mentioned the sport kind of changes quickly so to have that in, in your back pocket if you will is an awesome awesome piece. right it's it's great for long rides when you know you know it's going to change through the day it's sun's up sun's down maybe it's cloudy you may be you know riding more actively in the afternoon than you are in the morning so it's really kind of the peak of versatility within the jackets awesome now you mentioned with kind of the trail riding gear and the north star pants are kind of tailored to that trail rider do we also have pants and bibs that are catering to the mountain and crossover rider as well we do we also offer an apex bib that to go with that jacket that again has that minimal insulation but really high level of waterproofing and all of our bibs come with storm cuffs to really help keep the snow out of your boots um, and also the boot lace retention okay cool so what is that boot lace retention walk me through that yeah so it, it's like a hook that hooks onto your boot laces um, it's, a, it's almost a clip that you can clip onto your boot laces. So your the inside liner of that, that storm cuff isn't riding up on your boot. It's staying right where you clip it onto the laces at the bottom. So you're not getting any snow in there. All right, Laura. Well, I appreciate you running through the lineup and kind of which jacket fits with each riding style. Now, when we were talking about those, you mentioned a lot of things regarding um, insulation weights and the different uh, waterproof breathability ratings and and kind of that technology. Um, but would you mind diving a little bit more into those details and kind of explaining a bit more of what all that technology means for me as a consumer buying these jackets? Yeah. So when you buy or look at any of our jackets, you'll see that we use this rating system on all of our Tech 54 gear that consists of two numbers. That first number is either 5K, 10K, or 20K, and it refers to the waterproof rating. The second number is the breathability rating, same numbers, 5K, 10K, 20K. And that really gives you a guide to how much vape, water vapor the material can expel through the outerwear. So that's that breathability component. So our 5K, 5K product is gonna be more suitable for colder, drier conditions, trail riding, moderate levels of activity, while 20K, 20K items are going to be best for extremely wet and aggressive riding conditions like mountain riding. Okay, great. So essentially it just allows more of your sweat to escape the jacket, keeping you drier, thus keeping you warmer. Exactly. Awesome. Now, any other benefits you'd like to touch on um, specifically to our Polaris Tech 54 riding gear? In addition to our Tech 54 membrane that I talked about a little bit earlier that really helps 
keep all that moisture out while also letting the water vapor out. We also feature 3M Scotchlight Reflective for safety on all of our gear, YKK zippers, which are industry, you know, leading kind of that top benchmark for zippers and 3M Thinsulate insulation. We develop all of our gear with our center of excellence in Rigby, Idaho to provide the best quality to value ratio to make sure that your gear really lasts for years to come. Perfect. Now, one thing I'm going to kind of sneak in here, we mentioned that it's great value. These jackets are built to pretty extreme tolerances and that they can last a long time. Um, what kind of warranty do, do these items have if they have one? And kind of how does that protect me as a, a rider out there? So for all of our apparel, we have a one-year warranty. And for helmets, we also have a one-year warranty for repair and replacement. Okay, perfect. So if I'm having an issue with a zipper or anything, I just call up Polaris and we'll get it squared away. Yes. Okay, so thank you for that. You ran us through some great examples for, you know, the different disciplines of riding. Now, there's still a lot of other pieces that we should be considering. Um, let's talk a little bit about gloves, keeping our hands warm. I know most of us might be fortunate enough to have heated grips on our sleds or even heated uh, throttles, but um, what should we know about hand protection, keeping our hands warm when we're riding? Yeah, I mean, you know, even if you do have the heated handles or um, the, you're still going to want to have hand protection on. It's really important um, to keep you safe, but also to keep you warm. So just like with our jackets and bibs, we have different levels of insulation through all of our gloves. And the great thing about the Polaris um, lineup here is we match all the descriptions to kind of what kind of riding you're doing. So similar to how we have that switchback bib and switchback jacket. That's great for the crossover rider. We also have a switchback glove. It's another great crossover option. We have a North Star glove. It's great for trail, great insulation. Um, and then also we have a Rebel Stoke glove, which is a little bit less insulation more for that mountain rider. So there's a lot of options you can tailor within the gloves too, to line up with kind of what kind of riding style you're doing. And you also mentioned in the beginning that if we do live in extreme cold, we do have some heated uh, base layer options. Do we have anything for our hands on there? Yeah, we have a heated glove liner as well that you can put on under any of those gloves to help keep your hands warm. Okay, cool. So just to get my mind around this, this is actually a liner that I put on kind of like an under glove and then my normal glove goes over that, correct? Correct. Very cool. All right, so we got our hands taken care of. Let's talk about our feet. Um, walk us through the boots. What should I know about boots? I'm assuming the same thing. There might be different insulation options, lacing options. What, what can you tell me to look for when it comes to boots? Yeah, the most important thing really with boots is going to be, just like all your other gear, insulation. But then also traction plays a really big role here and the weight. You don't want, you know, super heavy boots weighing you down, especially if you're doing really active riding. And then the traction piece of it, you don't want to be slipping around there on the sled. So we offer a Switchback 2.0 um, boot. It's a great option for both warmth and comfort. Very cool. All right, we got our feet taken care of. I think the last thing is talking about headwear. Obviously, we want to be safe out there and wear a helmet. There are tons of different options of helmets out there. So what do we have to offer and what might be considerations, again, for the trail rider, mountain rider, or crossover rider of deciding what type of helmet or eye protection to, to go with? Yeah, so we offer kind of three basic styles of helmets. We have our modular helmet, 
our full face helmet, and then more of a moto style helmet. So if you're really looking for warmth and want to, you know, keep the wind out of your face, a more modular or full face helmet style is going to be your best bet. A modular helmet actually lifts up from the base of it. So it, the whole kind of chin bar area will lift up. So if you're, if you stop and you're chatting with your buddies, you can lift up that bottom piece of it and you can actually fully see out of it versus just lifting the visor like you would on a full face helmet. With the moto style helmets, those, you know, you're going to need eye protection. So that's where the goggles come in and become really important. It's great for mountain riders because they're, they offer a little bit more flexibility with, you can change your goggle lenses to adapt to different lighting conditions or different riding conditions. You can also customize your style a little bit more too. You have the goggles that you can match back to your helmet or, you know, really get wild with some color combinations there. Yeah, very cool. We all know how style is important to our riders out there. So we can wrap our sleds and can match our gear to do that. So very cool. All right. So we ran through some great helmet options that uh, Polaris has along with some of our um, additional brands such as 509. Um, anything else that you'd like us to consider or at me as a consumer to consider when I'm purchasing a helmet? We kind of mentioned the goggles and the different um, lenses. Yeah. Diff- like the different uh, visors, um, coatings, you know, we have yellow shields, tinted shields, anything like that. Are there any other shield options out there um, for our full face helmet users? Yeah, so a great option for full face helmet users, especially if you're doing trail riding and not a lot of active riding, is our heated shields. Those offer a way for it to keep the ice and any ice from forming on the inside or outside of the shield of your helmet when you're riding, especially in really cold conditions. And any lenses on goggles or even visor colors, those different colors are really going to help adapt to different conditions. So highlight versus low light. And okay. Um, So we covered everything with our helmets and that now briefly you kind of mentioned something cool with some of our 509 helmets that we offer um, and a feature that makes it a little easier putting your helmet on and taking it off when you're wearing big bulky snowmobile gloves yeah our 509 helmets feature a fidlock technology which is on the actual chin strap of the helmet and it's a magnetic technology for that chin strap so you're not fumbling trying to put it through you know, a clasp or anything like that. It's a really easy way to get your helmet on and off, but still keeps it secure on your head for safety. Um, I can speak from experience. I am terrible at getting helmets off. So just being able to pull the one strap and having it come unclipped is great. Yeah, absolutely. We've all fumbled with the the double D ring, yes. you know, whether a motorcycle or snowmobile rider. So that's, that's awesome to hear. All right. So Kind of wrapping this up, we mentioned the jacket bibs combos. We also have mono suits that we offer now. Run me through that. Why would I want essentially a mono suit versus a jacket and bib? Are there any advantages and kind of who's that catered towards? Yeah, a mono suit's a really great option. It provides you a ton, like a great range of motion and prevents really any snow intrusion because you don't have the pants separate from the bibs. There's really no opportunity for any snow to kind of sneak up in there. All of our jackets have snow skirts on them as well, but if you're getting really active with riding, you know, you move around a lot, 
those can kind of come out of place and you might sneak a snowflake or two in there. So a mono suit's a great option for that because it gives you that great range of motion without any snow getting in. For active riding, like I said, for active riding styles and it helps keep you dry. Ours does have insulation in it, so it's a great option if you're looking for, you know, kind of a crossover style. You're not getting too active maybe, but you still want that kind of fun style look of a mono suit. Awesome. Good to know. Always nice to have an extra piece in the lineup. Well, thank you so much for running us through that as quick little guide of how to dress and touching on key points in the Polaris lineup. Any last thoughts for, say, a prospective buyer out there looking looking to get dressed up for their first snowmobile season as you know, snow is quickly approaching us, especially here in the Midwest? Yeah, I think, you know, just like I said the first time, really making sure that you know what conditions you're riding in is really key so you can dress for the conditions and the type of riding you're doing. And again, those featured collections that are available on our website will give you a great place to start once you know what kind of riding you're doing, whether it's trail or mountain or somewhere in between. Perfect. Again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, and we hope to talk to you again soon. You're welcome. Thanks. Well, thanks, Laurel, for joining us on the podcast to give us a rundown on what to wear this snow season, as well as giving us some great resources on how and where to start our gear buying journey. There are lots of options out there, but it doesn't have to be confusing. So thanks. As always, a huge thanks goes out to you, our listeners. If you enjoyed what you heard today, leave us a five-star rating and share the episode with your friends. If you are new here, welcome. Check out our archived episodes for more snowmobile and off-road content. Check the description of this episode for links to the Player Snowmobile Help Center and Player Snowmobile YouTube channel where you can find more how-to content for your Player Snowmobile or timber sled. Lastly, if you have questions or ideas for future episodes, submit them to us by using the Contact Us link in the description. We want to know what you'd like to hear. Stay tuned for future episodes. And until then, this has been the Polaris Podcast. Hello, riders. It's your host here again, here to remind everyone that the Polaris Podcast is brought to you by the Polaris Help Center. The Help Center is the first stop for vehicle information, maintenance tips, and how-to videos. Look for the Help button in the upper right corner of any Polaris brand website. Also, I want to mention that all riders should always wear helmets, eye protection, protective clothing, and footwear. Read, understand, and follow your owner's manual. Never ride under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Ride within the limits of your own abilities, and never engage in stunt or exhibition driving. Alright, that's all for now. We'll see you out on the trails.